The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it, fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Well, we're going into overtime mm-hmm. on the final edition of our leadership series with Justin Yasub, who's a former member of CSOR, Canada's uh, Special Operations Regiment. And again, the best way to describe it is just simply this, an elite unit of uh, the Canadian Armed Forces. And I can remember asking him the first time, you know, tell me about your training. He says, well, go watch like the Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah. You'll kind of get a bit of an idea <laughs> of that training. So anyway, um, as we put it, a bunch of, you know, badasses who get um, uh, parachuted, dropped into situations and are expected to take care of business and um since he he's now in the reserves he, he was in CSOR mm-hmm. is in the reserves now but has also started up his own leadership consulting company uh, that company is called all around consulting mm-hmm. and i think it's really interesting why you chose all around consulting as the name can you tell us yeah for sure so of course i wanted to stay connected to the canadian forces and the big part of my life and uh all around is actually derived from a tactic that we use with the canadian forces called all around security or all around defense it's where we form a 360 degree parameter around something that is vulnerable or if, say, for example, we have effective enemy fire and we don't know exactly where it's coming from, we form a 360-degree circle uh, to protect each other. And, I, you know, obviously many soldiers were involved in these situations, but for me, it kind of hit me. It was right there where the, the truest form, the, the attributes of leadership and teamwork truly exist. Trust in the guy beside you to have the courage to defend you and defend himself, right? Uh, it, that circle also has like a two-way relationship between leadership leaders uh, or deck commanders at the time and the people that are on the outside of the circle because you need to that leader needs to drop their weapon to go inside to have a pl- to make a plan mm. and at some time call people in to support that plan. So, you know, the le- the it's a two-way street and I just really learned a lot when I was in in that circle and I, I just that's why I want to call it all around consulting is it important whether it be in the uh, military theater or whether it be a business in downtown Edmonton mm-hmm. that everybody on the team believes in the mission or believes in the goals that the leader has said we're here to achieve 100% and how do it's, you uh, ensure that that's the, that's true well selecting your team is is the first thing right uh, and the the, a team that believes in the mandate, right? Uh, and that's the thing, like we, that's something that we don't communicate enough is a mission, mission, mission. For, for the Canadian Forces, it's easy. Every day I wake up and I want to preserve and protect the Canadian fabric, period, right? I mean, that's really broad, but then it breaks it down all the way to that individual piece, that individual level where I'm on an operation in, in some country. How is that operation going to affect that, that overall mission or mandate, right? So uh, for leaders out there that are in a senior position, I just say, can always communicate that and make sure you pick pick people that actually believe it because there's organizational goals and then there's individual goals Mm -hmm. i mean think of any organization where um, you know somebody in an entry-level position is uh, yeah in general terms i believe i work for this company because i like its direction i like what it's trying to do Mm -hmm. but i would like to be a middle or upper management with this company so there has to be a balance between the overall goals of the company or the organization and the individual's overall goals and you know can you speak to that yeah i'd say they parallel themselves for sure yeah and that's why we have such a sweet selection it's a seven-day selection process right and it goes back to the hiring process for businesses to select people that believe in your mission not just you know bring anyone into your company 
Hmm. Yeah, the selection process, what mm-hmm. you can find out about it. Again, it's all very, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, you know. My, my dad always said, surround yourself in people better and smarter than you. Always believed in that philosophy. That's why we're going to be friends after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Justin, who um, who are you learning from these days? Um, you know, so I, I'm in a in a transition phase, so I'm learning from everybody. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously, we could throw big names out, out there. Like I like to listen to Simon Sinek and uh, other individuals. But I would I would say that because I'm transitioning. Uh, my cup is empty and I'm taking every opportunity to learn uh, from the people I meet. Uh, you know, and I'm sorry to say this here, but one of them is actually you. We met about three weeks ago and um, through the discussions that we've had, one uh, you've inspired me in, in, in some way or another, one of them being about mental health to the point where I get to speak to McEwen's students in on November 20th to the graduating class. And I decided to actually, my five minute to seven minute speech is going to be about mental health and that's because of the conversation we had together and I'm going to share that actually right now because you know I think you said something along the lines where uh, I was saying how this could be nerve-wracking for me and you're like oh yeah you know I'm usually nervous or I get some anxiety before I go on air I think you're gonna actually go on TV at that time and I grew up watching you right Uh, you and Gord on uh, Global News I'm like man if Jalen Nye is actually nervous or has some anxiety to go on live TV, it actually makes it okay for me to be nervous. You, you normalized it in a way. You put your hand around me and said, hey, it's fine. And uh, right now in, in the current, you know, the current narrative uh, in the media is there's a mental health and mental illness are like mixed around and no one really, they're confused, but uh, I want to really define mental health. And anyway, so back to the, back who I'm learning from, just learning from uh, everybody that's around me. Well, let's touch on that mental, the mental health side. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you went through you went through some hell. Mm-hmm. You went through some hell in Iraq. We talk about um, PTSD. Mm-hmm. The narrative is changing on that. When you, Instead of post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. we're talking about post-traumatic growth. Yes, I believe in that. So explain explain the difference. Oh, the difference is huge, starting with stigma, right? Right away, post-traumatic stress disorder. I, you're already labeling someone as having a disorder, you know, from... Or a, a victim. Or a, exactly, right? You're allowing them to become a victim. When you use the term post-traumatic growth, uh, you're growing from the trauma that you, or I don't even like the word trauma, mm. it's just an experience. Uh, you know, when you spoke about somebody that had a car accident the other day, I, I honestly compare that to the situation I was in because it's all about rel- uh, the rule of relativity. I remember I was in Iraq and I was getting mortared and it was just a rough time and I came back into into Erbil and there had been an explosion that happened there, a suicide, or a, vehicle-borne IED. And the guys that are working there, the explosion happened about five kilometers from them. They were freaking out, you know, and they were like, oh man, did you hear what happened? This is crazy. It was like over there, we were there, but you know, two days ago and we were in that shop and I could have easily been like, oh, you know what's happening mm-hmm. on the front line? Yeah. But that that's where I realized the rule of relativity, where to them, relatively speaking, that was traumatic. And we need to understand that, but, uh, it, and we need to grow from that. So that's why I like to use, not, not, point at situations war isn't as traumatic as a car accident or as what you know my brother as a police officer has to see or whatever it may be right hmm. so let's grow from from our situation <laughs> you keep shaking your head andrew 
You are one badass dude. Honest <laughs> to God. I, I, you know, at some point, of course, we're going to wrap this up and we're going to thank you for your service to the country. But I just want to thank you right now. Thank you for your service to our country. And thank you for sharing this conversation with our listeners. Mm-hmm. I think we all sleep a little better at night knowing there's people like you out there. Uh, but this conversation has blown my mind. I got to be honest with you. I had never heard of this division. This, Seesaw? Yeah, I did not heard of you. I was not, uh, you know. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I woke up in a slightly different world this morning. So, yeah. yeah. Who Man. was your mentor? Uh, you know, that, that's exactly. Mentor and who I'm listening to are probably the same thing. But I'll, I'll take it back to my childhood. Men, uh, and uh, when I was in cadets, and I'd have to give a lot of credit to uh full colonel now, uh, Mason Stalker, who's the commander of 1VP at one point. But as a cadet, he we used to volunteer his uh, I- at evenings and uh, weekends to come out and coach us. And what really did he teach you? To lead from the front. Yeah, to lead by to lead by example. You know, we typically ask, and we won't this time, what was your best and worst day on the mm. job? I already know what your yeah. worst day was. Uh, the best day was probably the day you got selected for this uh, this particular assignment. But let me ask you this instead. Was there a day, a moment in time where you thought to yourself, man, I made the wrong, wrong decision? I mean, was there, was it that day? I mean, at any point did you think, well, how did I get myself here? Never. Why not? Uh, the brotherhood that exists there. And the love for country, the love for your friends, your buddies, the the shared. When I always, I believe that uh, leadership and teamwork, its strength is grounded in hardship. Shared hardship elevates it even more. Right now, if we were to go outside and actually do a, a workout, or uh, I'm not working out with you. Come yeah, on, I'm do not it. doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to witness that. I've seen your workouts. Yeah. So I'm not doing them. Uh, I'm just following you on Instagram. <laughs> See, that's but, what I mean. Because basically, what you're saying, and this is what I hear you saying, and mm-hmm. I think it's accurate. Although you've disagreed with everything else I've told yeah. you, but that's fine. To I, include my worst day. You, well, I think day, it's our best this. day. Sorry. There are some people, and maybe as you say, it's in all of us. There are some people who find themselves in a horrible situation and think to themselves, uh, how did I get here? I don't want to be here. And there's others who think if there is a horrible situation, that's exactly where I want to be. Mm. And, and I think about, you know, if my family or friends or somebody is in distress or um, that's exactly where I want to be because mm. I want to be there with for them. them. Yeah. Right. For them and with them. Mm-hmm. That's got to be what motivates you. That's got to be what drives <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. It's definitely one of them. All right. Um, you know what? We need to take another quick break here. When we come back, I'm going to ask you those questions because okay. you said that he had it wrong uh, on, on the best day. <laughs> okay. uh, we know the worst day, so we're going to find out the best day when we come back with Justin Yasoop. Um, Justin Yasub uh, in studio with us this afternoon as we as we wrap up our interview with him. And thank you so much. Are you still nervous? No, not at all. Thanks okay, good. Me. You're good now. Um, we, you have listened to these on, on the Audio Vault, and, and you know that we usually end these by asking the worst day and the best day. Mm. I think we know the worst day. Yes. Okay, we know the worst day. We talked about that earlier. Um, best day, Andrew suggested, was the day that you got... Um, selected. This, uh, yeah. and you got selected to the regiment, and you said no. Yeah, I mean that was a good day, but I think my best day was also my worst day. Uh, and that night was has to 
today is truly my best day because it brought me where I am today. The gr- I want to go back to the growth piece, right? And I want to say to, to everybody that's gone through traumatic situations that you could turn that to be your best day and it truly is my best day and I want to be an example of that when it comes to post-traumatic growth. And it truly is my best day. And look, I'm sitting here talking about it, right? I don't have to go into the details by any means. Oh, you're but, not allowed to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, the message that came out of that, I get to I get to speak to many with, even though it was the worst day. I've managed to make it my best. Huh? You, you know, <laughs> he just keeps doing that. Uh, eh? huh. Well, it's I do a because breed, right? It's it, a, it is a different breed. Well, no, and he's going to say it's yeah, not because not. we all have it right. in us. But I, but I oftentimes think when somebody succeeds in a, a field, no matter what the field, and you've obviously succeeded in yours, right? I often think back to the dumb crap <laughs> my grandmother would say that turned out to be absolutely true. Like all these old sayings that are around, it's darkest before the dawn, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. Like all those dumb, stupid little sayings are absolutely Mm -hmm. true because that's basically what you just said. Mm -hmm. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you're right, like adversity, overcoming adversity makes you stronger and gives you different perspective. Mm -hmm. And then what some would consider to be a very bad day is nothing. I mean, you know, somebody tows your car, yeah, my car got towed today. That's nothing. I was under enemy fire. At, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. it's all like you said, perspective. Exactly. I, I just, you know, I just want to add something here, just because you, every time you introduce me, it's you introduce me as an elite force, and I'm like everybody else. And I know the word special is in our title, special forces. And uh, but the reality is, is I just want to say to everybody what we do, and what we do is we do the basics very, very well. This isn't complicated at all. And when we're having this discussion, that's why I kind of go back to the basics. It's in every single one of us. We all have it. We just have to kind of figure out where it is and lead self first. And by leading self first, you're able to identify that and work on the basics. Before I let you go, and this just mm. popped into my... Are you going to ever let me go, though? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I don't Surely, know. I don't know. We Honestly, might keep I'm you here sure. for that. No. Um, Remembrance Day is just around the corner. Yes. What do you do on Remembrance Day? What do you think about? What do you... So this year, um, I'm going to have my brother here. He's a school, he's a resource officer at uh, one of the schools here in Edmonton. So he's invited me to school. I'll be laying a wreath on on behalf of uh, the Canadian Forces. So that's one of them. And the other one, I'll probably just go to City Hall with my old regiment, Mm -hmm. Loyal Edmonton Regiment, and sit there. I, I like to connect back to a lot of my friends and their family, like Drew's Mm -hmm. family, for example, uh, over the phone, and we just have a little discussion and stay connected. In this Mm -hmm. country. This country, I've, I've not ever heard someone necessarily talk as passionately about this mm. country as you have. Mm. You know, I've been to over 40 countries, and I think that's why I talk so passionately about this country. Because everywhere I've gone, this is definitely the best place. And I, I, I'm also very lucky that, uh, you know, my parents are immigrants here. I was able to get a better understanding of what it's like to actually live in different countries. And this Canada is just a beautiful place. Its fabric needs to be preserved, and uh, we need to keep pushing the uh, Canadian agenda. This has been a real good hour. (laughs) (laughs) It has been, Justin. I I have to admit, I think I felt like I became a listener at some point. Mm. (laughs) Um, I enjoyed this half hour, Justin. Honestly, that was a great conversation. Mm. You're a very motivating individual, and I know that you're going to succeed uh, in this new business adventure because you're the type of person who simply succeeds. 
I and appreciate that. Yeah. I, I want to I take this last few seconds just mm -hmm. to say thank you for, I know you thank me for my service. I want to thank all my buddies for their service, mm -hmm. uh, that they're still serving, but also you guys for being supporters of, of the Canadian Forces and especially what you do, Jalen. It's it's huge and I think uh, there's a lot of messages that need to be communicated to make the Canadian Forces a, a stronger a stronger unit and a stronger institution and organization. So I, I appreciate you being advocates to, to strengthen it. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. It's good to be here. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.